So we're up to over here the words Hatiul Vahadibur. See that? Paragud Gimbal. Hatiul Vahadibur. Tiul meaning like to take a stroll, a walk, you know, enjoy the scenery, etc., like that. Vahadibur and speech. Now, so today we're going to focus a little bit on speech. And I'm going to be using a lot of the commentary here from Rabdan Segel on the Indian. I think it's very important and we have to get some clarity. Okay? So he's going to talk about Tilva Dibur. Im bidvar isur. If you're not speaking forbidden speech, vadai din Torah mutarhu. If a person <coughs> is schmoozing away, Taking a stroll with his friends, going out for a nice drive, you know, go to a restaurant, have some nice schmooze, sitting in the dorm schmoozing, right? If there's no forbidden speech involved, no Lashon Hara, no Nivel Peh, no Sheker, no Hanufa, no Isurim involved, 100% it's Mutar. Omnam, Kama Bitul Torah Nimshach Mimenu. Once a, begin, a person begins to start talking, then it can ultimately lead to excessive amount of talk, which will ultimately lead to Bitul Torah. Kama Minalashonara. When a person begins to start talking, after a couple of minutes, he's going to, the conversation is going to steer itself in the direction of talking about other people's negative things. Kama mina shekarim. People will start to lie. Now, lying doesn't mean that you say a blatant, outright lie. Uh, you're saying a story about something, and you see people are really liking it, so you exaggerate a little bit, put in a couple extra details, fluff it up, because you'll get a little more kavod over it. That's also shekar. So the way of man is... This is a natural tendency of human beings. Kama mina letzanut. Natural tendency of human beings is when he starts to schmooze, it's ultimately going to end up in places which fall under the category of letzanus. <clears throat> so it's very interesting because we know that there are four groups of people that they will not merit to see peneha shechina. Four groups of people. Okay? The code word to remember what these four groups are is Hashmal, Het, Chanefim, Shin, Shakranim, Mem, Mesapre, Loshon Hara, Lamid, Letzanut. Got it? So people that flatter they flatter people. It's all sugya what flattery is exactly. And people that flatter, chaneifim, if they have do this habitually, they will not see the face of Shekhinah. They will not be ro'epine Shekhinah. It's a whole sugya. I'm not going into this whole sugya right now. But this is the way it is. This is what it says in Chazal. Okay? If people lie, exaggerate, there's all kinds of lying. If you look at Rabbi Yoyin, he's got a whole bunch of different categories. Rabbi Yoyin in the third shah of Shai explains these four groups. And he goes into them in detail. 
But a person who lies, if he's a, a person who habitually lies, he's from Shakranim, he's not Roya Pinea Shekhinah. Right? If a person speaks Lashon Hara habitually, he will not be a person who's able to be Mikavel Pinea And a person who's a Letz, who belittles important things, doesn't mean that he has to make a joke. A person could spend his whole energy, time, best years of his life pursuing money. That's also a late sonus, even though he's not funny. Because if you have, if you give chashivas to something that has no chashivut, and you don't give chashivut to something that has chashivut, that's also late sonus. So I'm not, again, each one's a whole thing. But my point is, Masil Zisharim says, the natural tendency of schmoozing brings a person to these places which are from the worst of the worst that we see that these things are not Mechabal Paneshkin. That's what it says in the Masil Sishar. Now, before we go further, I want to read one point over here from Rabdan Segal. Okay? He says as follows. It says over here that we're going to talk now in the Masil Sashar and we're going to focus on the dangers of Tiyul and Dibur. Basically, you're downtime, you're chilling, you're, 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 you're schmoozing, you're dorm, right? So, Rabdan says, just stop for a second and listen here. He says, Yesh Tiyul v'Dibur a human being needs a certain amount of relaxation and part of the relaxation that a human being needs is tiyul vidibur. It's a needed ingredient for a human being. So before we start to say how dangerous it is, we also have to know that it's beneficial. Okay? That way we can figure out the right balance that we need. Okay? Continues the rabbi, he says. Share ha'adam. And this is important for us to know. A person, lo yachol liot kemo mechuna. Can't be like a machine, you know? Vuhu mukhrach kitzat lit averer mi pam le pam. People need to Re- unwind, you know, and get some energy back. You're human. You're a human being. You're not a machine that you have to go like this. Got it? And therefore he explains that this is a necessary component for your aliyah b'tayra. It's like, I'm going to try to explain it. If I need to rest up in order to have a stronger second seder, then the rest itself, Benazdorim, in itself becomes a mitzvah and becomes a chalik of your Talmud and becomes a chalik of your Aliyah. You have to understand that. You have to chop that. It's not like I learned, okay, now I just couldn't do it anymore and then, okay, I'm going to try it again. No. If the rest is done in a proper way, and when I say a proper way, it means it has to be a type of rest that will help you learn Going forward. You understand? That's the tricky part here. Because some people think, and this is a big mistake that many Bokram have, 
they think, let's say, Ben Azmanim, if they're Purik all Torah mitzvahs, and they bottle their brains out, and they forget about all their religious, you know, whatever, they feel like if they, like, just chill for three weeks, like a behemoth, like a goy, the schmack, and then they get burnt out of being like that, then they'll be excited to come back to this monastery. Zelo emet. You understand? That just makes you a worse person. So you have to know that break is necessary, very necessary, but it has to be in a tzura that it's a stepping stone to go forward, to go higher. If that's the tzura that it's in, then in itself becomes holy. In itself becomes kadosh. Okay? Then he says like this. Kamuvan, this is self-understood. Now this is another important insight for Bakram. The way we work is, we're like FOMO guys. If the boys are doing this, then I gotta do this. That means I make my madrega in chilling kifi what the oilum's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Somehow it only works that way, but when the oilum's staking, you say, oh, I'm my own guy, you know, I have to know my own level. I know somehow it doesn't stim on both sides of the coin, but that's the way guys are, right? No, no, no. You're your own person. And each person has his own amounts that he needs. And you have to know yourself. You have to be an independent person and know yourself. Okay? Then he says, Yesh mishet tzarich yoter. There's some people that need more breaks. Yesh tzarich pachot. There's those that need less breaks. Yesh ladach at kamash zedarush zemitzvah. How much it's necessary, it's a mitzvah. Because it's going to help you serve Hashem better. But you have to be very careful. Because this is only to the degree that you need for your health. And therefore, and you need clear boundaries. And you have to know what you're allowed to do during the breaks. It's needed. It's important. It's a mitzvah. It's a part of Yahweh Hashem. But it can't be hefker. It has to have boundaries, what you need and what you're allowed to do on those breaks. Because if you pass the degree that you're supposed to be doing it, there is one of the most Tragic things that a person can do to himself. Self-destructive thing that a person can do to himself because it's something that makes HaKadosh Baruch Hu very upset. Is a person who has the ability to learn and he doesn't. That by Hashem is a very, very chomor thing, right? So you see something unbelievable in life and this is part of growing up. A person has to live life with calculation, with hidvoninut. There's a balance in life. It's not like either you're going to strike 24-7 or you're going to bump 24-7. It doesn't work like that. Every single human being is his own recipe. And every single human being has to live with hidvoninut. 
and he has to know what he, he, there's a line. If he passes the line, he can go into the area of Mishia's Lasak If he pushes himself too much, he's also doing an Avera. And that's one of the most important reasons why you need to have a Rebbe when you're growing up. And I'm going to explain this to you because a Rebbe is supposed to teach you the formula. Not tell you what to do because then when you're going to get 25, 30 and you're going to say, I'm still dependent to live on this life support. In biblical cord. That you're still attached like the baby in the mother's stomach to the Rebbe. This is a problem. It's not the, the shmuz of today, but you should know that some of the most dedicated, best rebellion out there, because they care about the guy, sometimes they hurt the, the, the student because he can't live without him. He doesn't know how to blow his nose without speaking to his rabbi. You follow? The point of the rabbi is, especially when you're younger, because you don't have your head worked out, you don't have the ashkafa worked out, the point is that he has to train you how to grow on your own. And of course he has to be there all the time if, he has, if you have a question or a new step in life, a new stage of life, of course. But they try to develop you. Because your life, I want to explain this, your life is full of decision making. People don't like to make decisions. People like to be told what to do sometimes because they have anxiety to make their own decisions. Sometimes that's why people end up in cults, you know. What are they doing over there? Because the guy just tells you when to jump, you jump. He tells you when to go, you go. You don't have to think. You're a robot, you know. We have to understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu built us to be servants of Hashem. Avdei Hashem. And part of doing Avdei Hashem is you're constantly making decisions. You have a shikl. And you have to make decisions. To learn how to make decisions takes time. Training. Education, learning of Torah, learning how to find the answers to your questions in the Torah, learning to seek out counsel and advice when you need it. So obviously the younger a person is, the more hands-on he needs to train him, teach him. But the ultimate goal is that you're going to have to learn how to make balance in your life. Not so simple. But you see how life is a balance. It's not like Hashem said, schmoozing, out. Learning in, didn't say that. He said you have to learn and schmooze with a balance, kifi who you are. Wow, that's an unbelievable responsibility that's placed on a human being to be able to juggle his life. And it's not always the same. Sometimes a person is going through a stressful thing in his life. He needs one approach. Sometimes a person is going through a time where it's easy for him, things are flowing. Then he switches it up. You understand? Always through life you have to be on top of your game to understand what you need, what's good for you at that point in time. And at the same time, here's the really hard part here. At the same time you have to conform in society. See, this is like the trickiest and the most deepest thing in the world. Am I going too high level here? Is the island following with me? This is one of the deepest and the trickiest thing in the world. Because let's say you say, I'm going to run a yeshiva, right? Every guy is 100% his own, own, own recipe, right? So this guy says, you know what? I can learn half hour first. You know? And this guy, right? So then you won't have like any surah. 
And then nobody can grow because if there's no shear, if there's no chabrusas, if there's no seder, everybody's like, whoa. Right? But on the other hand, you can't run your yeshiva like an army. Because if you run your yeshiva like an army, what happens if you're stretching a guy too much? Right? But and So you make sedarim, which is like pretty much the average, and then you have to work with the people within the average. You know, it's, it's a whole chokhmah to run a yeshiva. But it also has a negative. Let's say, as a yeshiva as a whole, you say no benes darim, there's no, nothing to do. But there are many, many, many bochram and avrechim who can learn extra. But they don't, because the system doesn't require it. So here's the balance between the system and the personality of the person and his abilities. That's the trickiest thing in the world. To be, have a mezgeret, to work with, to help you push a little further, to help you have some type of consistency, overcome challenges, yet not you lose your personal self and become gone. You understand? Become bottle. That's a key thing in Avaidah. So that's a very deep thing which a person has to become aware of that he has to learn how to balance his life and understand how to grow in a personal way. And of course, this is training because you have to have chokmah. You have to have da'at. You have to have understanding and you have to have hadroch. Okay? But that's what we're learning over here. It's a very unbelievable point. Now, so he says over here, Seals Yisharim says over here, that schmoozing in itself is a dangerous thing. I don't know if you ever noticed it, but I want you to try it. Maybe don't try it, but if you would try it one day. If you go to somebody and start schmoozing with him, right? Let's say uh, he is a salesman for shoes. Within five minutes of that conversation, somehow salesman shoes is going to come out. You understand? If the guy sells suits, that's going to come out, right? That means there is an inner nature desire of revealing self, okay, that's in a person. So when you put it on auto drive, the schmoozing, that urge is going to come out. And the conversation will be self-aggrandizing. You know what self-aggrandizing is? Anybody here speak English? Huh? You, you build yourself up. Self-aggrandizing. Now, some people are very smart at self-aggrandizing. They're not so dumb. Mayor used to call it in the schmoozes T4. Yes? That's what he used to call it? I don't know why it's called T4, but I don't think I ever got the pirush in that. T4. Yeah, okay. Right? So, so, but some people are very good at that, right? And they're midas, but they're also chacham, you know. So let's say I want to show off that I am a, a great man who has connection with great tzaddikim, right? So now I can't tell you, uh, Rabbi Sai, my name is Yaakov Harari, I'm a great guy, you know, I have connections with all big Russian shavers, you know. So could I sign your order, you know, the autograph, right? No, I'm not going to do that, right? So I'm going to say, you know, I have a story that I went with my Rebbe to raise money for the yeshiva. And I'm talking about him. I'm not talking about me. Well, Ilmaisa, I was with him, and I was here, and I was there, and we went, and we came, and we spoke. And meanwhile, the whole conversation was about me, not about him. You know, but I didn't, I didn't reveal that to you. You have to understand that speech is a very revealing thing about a person. 
people want to reveal themselves and they want to reveal their milas and they want to reveal a lot of things. And that's done through speech. So speech is a very tricky item. Why does speech, Rambam talks about it, everybody talks about it, why does speech ultimately lead, almost every conversation will lead to Lashon Hara. Why is that? Because in my brain, I need to be on top. Now it's hard to be on top. Because you have to actually learn and daven and be a great guy to be on top. It's not such an easy thing. So I have a system that I can be on top. You see, if I show him that, I, if I can bring out Ezra's flaws, right, to everybody. So now in your brain, Ezra's smaller than me. Handled. I can go around the room and I can just handle all my competitors, you know, in a very simple way. I can reveal everybody's weaknesses. People want to feel good about themselves and they want to feel on top. And they want to feel kavod, but they need to do it at the expense of other human beings. So we have to be aware, again, we're not going to, I don't want to scare anybody here because it takes time to work on yourself, okay? So don't get crazy. It's not the point. The point is not to second guess yourself and be like, oh no, what am I doing now, okay? We want to be normal. But the point of the learning is to bring awareness that we do have bad meters. And in our bad meters is gaiva. And in our bad meters is lashon hara. In our bad meters is sheker. You know how many people exaggerate and say inaccurate information in order to either conceal something they did wrong and not look bad or to make themselves look better or to get a little bit more covered, whatever it may be. So since there's a natural desire inside of you, you're unleashing that. When you're going into the area of speech, you're, you have to be careful of that. You have to be conscious of that. You understand? And that's why the Mesil Sishonim is saying that there is a gray area. Follow the Lumnus there. There's a gray area. There's a part of speech and schmoozing that you need. There's a part of speech which is forbidden. And then there's the middle. When you start getting too excessive, that's going to bring you to the place of Yisur. So when we, that's what we've done, Seigel is saying here. When you read this Mesil Zesharim, when he says, Precious, Precious doesn't mean don't speak at all. Not what it means. So the amount of speech that you need, as long as you're careful not to do Yisur with that amount of speech, that's a mitzvah. There's a part of speech which is forbidden, not a question. He's talking about the gray area of the, when you go over the board. And that's where a person has to start to be careful from because it's going to lead him to the wrong places. Obviously, Bochum need to schmooze more than older people. That's a fact. So, you know what I'm saying? Again, you have to be normal when you work on yourself. But it's important to be aware, and we're going to see tomorrow, not today, we don't have time, we're going to see tomorrow from many chazals that a person could steig and grow and do great things. But when he starts to blabber his mouth, and he lets all this midas take him over, he can lose a tremendous amount of growth that he has. If you're able to balance your speech in the right way, it safeguards all the Torah and the Chokmah that you acquire. Okay? We'll stop here for today.